And the third hour of the morning show is underway here on a Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. Joining us this hour is Neil Atkins. Good morning, Neil. Hi, Dave. Did your team win? I had no team, so yes, I guess it did win. I guess I was kind of rooting for Kansas City. So. Didn't matter to me which team won, but when I went to bed, it looked like San Francisco was pretty much having the game well in hand. That was just after halftime. It did, and then that yeah. last uh, touchdown at mm-hmm. the end there, it was kind of a nip-and-tuck game. I yeah. was able to watch most of it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, they kept on doing a few field goals there, <laughs> old Kansas City, to try to get up there and stay even, and all of a sudden at the end there, wow. they right Right on the bottom there. Hey, so I'll tell you. That. Well, first ever. Well, I guess it's the longest uh, Super Bowl game as it went the entire overtime period. Longest in, oh, first time in yeah. overtime in what, 40 years, something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, the other overtime game was over quickly. but And this then this one, one it's the uh, I think it's the first time in like 40 years that somebody's won back-to-back uh, Super Bowls. <laughs> wow. So where are the Vikings in all this? Uh, well, they've been at the Super Bowl, but they've never won it. Never Brought the cigar home. There's always next year, as they say. <laughs> this is true. This Football is, true. is over for this year. Uh, how do you feel this morning? Did you celebrate too much? Or no. A lot of people want this to be a national holiday, the day after the, the Super after, Bowl. Well, it should be for all the hangovers. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, I saw I saw the gang down on KQ last night. Oh, they, yeah, were yeah, on, yeah. they were on TV. They were right. on, uh, I noticed that this morning, too. Yep, a and I think I saw Taylor from over here uh, yeah. in the crowd. And oh, really? Jason okay. was yapping up a storm, and <laughs> and uh, I don't know where they, where were they at the Blue Max. Or, I do not. I, I don't know, know where yeah, they were at. Yeah. But, I uh, was not there, and I I couldn't be there. I right, right. They didn't invite me. Time. I just sat home all by myself. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was actually good. Good. The family had made it back from the Twin Cities. They'd all gone down. I was dog watching all weekend. And, <laughs> And uh, romping, romping around with two dogs in the car. and Wow, good. And they uh, enjoyed the ride. Well-behaved dogs, are they? They didn't get into any trouble while you were watching them? Well, one of them, she's <laughs> about a year old, and yeah. uh, she made a big mistake. Uh-oh. Maybe a little too excited being in a new place? Uh, well, you know, that could be... Well, yeah. they, they come over. Oh, okay. Come over uh, regularly. Not totally unknown, I guess. But for the whole weekend, staying, yeah. staying overnight. So the next <laughs> the next night, uh, she has a big kennel cage. She's about a 60-pound oh. uh, shepherd mix. All right. She slept that night, the next night, in her kennel cage. Yeah. Well, that's so, all right. If she's then, used uh, to doing that, that's yep, probably yep, what she, she goes should. right in. I go point at it. Yeah. And, and give her a little treat. The other yeah. guy, he's just fine. So, but um, yeah, yeah anyway. dogs used to sleep in the kennels too, and they they'd actually look forward to it because they got a treat when they went. They to got a treat. <laughs> Plus, it's their little domain. Well, true. Yeah, and you don't uh, you don't yeah. mess with their domain there. Mm-hmm. So, right. so uh, tell me something. Have you ever had a police officer say this to you, Dave? Huh. Know why I pulled you over? <laughs> hmm? uh, actually, no. Huh? I, can't, I I I guess I was stopped once. Yeah, that's right. They well, sometimes they the go. Warning, but, do you know why yeah. I pulled you over? Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, police can't ask that anymore out in California. What? Yeah. And they're saying that other states should follow. That uh, they can't ask you. They have to tell you. Oh, I see. Why <laughs> they pulled you over? Well, most people don't have a clue why they got pulled over. I suppose, but. If they answer, maybe they could incriminate themselves, I suppose. I had uh, a deputy out here one time pulled me over, and he asked me that. I said, yeah. I absolutely have no clue. I was yeah. going 55, and uh, <laughs> I was going 55 and a 20. No, I'm just kidding. I was yeah. going 55 and a 55. And so there was one of the uh, brake, I, 
I think that time I uh, braked for something, and one of the brake lights was out. So I was just trying to get this fixed-type deal. That was his deal. And after the strip search and the body cams (laughs) and everything else. They let you go? They let me go. Oh, that's good. (laughs) No jail time involved. No no jailhouse rock for me. All right, uh, we'll take a break. And uh, I imagine Bruce will be in with sports here of all the details. It'll be exciting. That'll be coming up as the morning show is continuing here on a Monday. New job? Retiring? Want more control of a present IRA? Take control of your investments by transferring funds from one tax-qualified plan to another. Tax-deferred. Whether you have an employer-sponsored retirement plan rollover, an existing IRA, or simply need to make an IRA contribution, we can help. To schedule a no-obligation consultation, call Neil Atkins, your Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC Financial Advisor at 218-727-4767 or 218-729-7733. Bruce Siski joining us. Good morning, Bruce. Uh, good morning. NFL oh. is over for the uh, rest of yeah, the Yeah, but it's just until, beginning. You think about it. I suppose. <laughs> until draft time. When is that going to be? Next uh, month? Or end already? of April. End of April. Huh? Combine is the end of this month. Uh, okay. And then the draft season begins in earnest after that. And yeah. next thing you know, we will be, we'll have a schedule release. And Wow. It'll be 12 months out of the year. It, it, that's quick, really what it's come down to now. Yeah. They've done a great job of... of uh, Maximizing everything that they can put on the calendar. Yeah. Now Kansas City's not going to let anybody go in the drafts, are they? After they won back to backers here. Well, they'll make some changes. Everybody has to make changes. Well, you know. I understand. You know, but you want to well, keep your. Best. I suppose contracts are running out for. Some yeah, people. there'll be some guys that yeah, they'll let go. There'll be true. some guys that get you know that true. Mahomes already talked about restructuring his deal and oh boy, you know, opening up more cap room for for them to sign to the players. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't think they're going anywhere. No, no. This better be uh, the worst team they won with, and boy. So now we'll see what they can do with, yeah, probably a better team next year. Mm. Are we mm. hopeless in Minnesota? <laughs> Basically, is <laughs> <laughs> okay. what it is. I, I just thought I'd ask. It is what it is. You can do. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's, nothing's hopeless, but no. the, the Vikings have a lot of work to do. Yeah. A lot of work. Yeah. Uh, we have the Wolves tonight here on KDAL. Five-game roadie continues in L.A. against the Clippers at 9.30. Our coverage at 9.15 from Los Angeles, California. The Bucks continue their homestand. They'll take on the defending champion Nuggets at 7 o'clock in Milwaukee. Uh, Bucks off a win over Charlotte on Friday night. Off since then, the Wolves off the win in Milwaukee on Thursday and off oh, since then. Wow. So uh, we'll see if the Wolves are refreshed and renewed for three games in... Four nights before the All-Star break <laughs> begins on Friday. Wow. Uh, Wisconsin Badger football coaching staff is changing. Multiple reports. Defensive line coach Greg Scruggs is taking the same job at Michigan. Head coach Luke Fickle said last week he expected former Ohio State teammate and NFL head coach Mike Vrabel would be around the program in some capacity this offseason. And now speculation from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel that the departure of Scruggs could lead the Vrabel fired as head coach in Tennessee this past month, taking over the Badgers' defensive line. Wow. That'd be a nice get. Well, Ex-NFL head coach takes over wow. your college defensive line. They do need a little help. Apparently. They do need some help, yes. yes. And uh, pitchers and catchers report Wednesday. Yeah, here we go. Baseball for spring time. training. Baseball <laughs> uh, Twins made a move yesterday. They sent utility infielder Nick Gordon to the Marlins in exchange for left-handed relief pitcher Stephen Okert. Uh, Gordon lost his arbitration case on Saturday. 
fifth overall pick in 2014 off an injury wrecked uh, 2023 season. Fractured his shin after fouling a ball off his leg against the Dodgers in May. Did not return to the majors. Uh, hit 272 in 2022 in 136 games. Uh, 243 major league games, a 250 average, 15 home runs, and 80 RBI. Say, hey, Bruce, question for you. What's up? How many uh, Japanese players are there in the league? Yeah, well, a lot more now than there used to be. Yeah, there used to be a few. There's, I would say probably a couple dozen. Okay, maybe uh-huh. maybe more. You know, other than us, the Japan's the biggest fan for baseball. Oh, Huge. Ma- mm-hmm. Dominican is the other big yeah. uh, producer of baseball so, well, players. Central, yeah, but, Central. Uh, oh. Japan. You keep on uh, Japan and Korea both have very successful high level pro leagues. Oh. Mm. So a lot of players who could play in the majors yeah. don't. Oh. Because they stay over there, but I they'll see. head here for the big bucks. Obviously, they, uh, you'll see once in a while the 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 the, the, yeah. the top players in Japan will still come over here because they make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of of players that would be serviceable major leaguers that don't come over because mm-hmm. they they can make just plenty of money playing over there and be closer sure. to home. And a few washed up major leaguers end up over and there. There's a few washed up <laughs> major leaguers end up over there. And, right. you know, major league baseball, it's a higher level. Yeah, I would say than than the Japanese leagues, but the Japanese league and the Korean league are both good baseball. Yeah, yeah. all right, thank you, Bruce. Uh-huh. Bruce Siski show. By the way, we should find out what's happening today on the Bruce Siski. Uh, we'll show. talk some hockey. Pat Micheletti joins us. Also, we'll uh, talk some Bulldog sports. Athletic director Forrest Carr in studio. Thank you, sir. Eight twenty-two at KDAL. More of the morning show on the way. Now back to the KDAL morning show. He was a bulldog, but he was a good friend of mine. A bulldog or a bullfrog? Bullfrog, I think it was. That's now, who it. was Jeremiah, anyway? A bullfrog. Well, he was a bullfrog, but did he sing <laughs> so, to these guys? I have no idea what the song is about. What were those guys smoking? Yeah, it was pretty good, though. I, I enjoyed the song. <laughs> that was a good uh, one. Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes is going to Disneyland. I think they all go to Disneyland after a big win, don't they? Yeah, kind of loosen up a little bit. A lot of now, these guys have I think have Disneyland uh, gives them the free reign of the park, too. That well, they have helps. families and kids. Yeah. and They showed the quarterback for Kansas City. They had yeah. him and his wife and all his little yeah, kids. That's him. Lined up to, yep, yep. Uh, he will be at the park this afternoon after the big win last night. Oh, good. He'll take part in a special parade down Main Street with all the Disney characters, of course. Uh, the tradition of a member of the Super Bowl winning team Going to Disneyland dates back to 1987. Apparently, New York Giants quarterback Phil Simms was the first to be featured in the famous commercial series after Super Bowl XXI. He went on to Disneyland, and they've been making it an annual tradition oh, ever since. Yeah. So there you go. So, Dave, I ended up saw a posting this morning from yes. a friend of mine who was complaining about gasoline prices up in Two Harbors <laughs> being three eighteen a gallon, and they'd gassed up in Duluth yeah. for about two thirty. Now. Uh, not anymore. I gassed up the other day for like 242 up at Sam's Club. And when I came down here this morning, mm-hmm. I didn't notice any $3 a gallon marquees coming down. Now, maybe. Well, in some Superior, folks may the call us. Uh, prices went up to 329 on Saturday. And I'm not sure if Duluth followed suit or not, but I would guess they did. So I don't know. We'll have to take yeah. a look. Anybody out there driving mm-hmm. around? 7220839. There you go. Tell us what you see with the gas prices in Duluth on the gas station marquees. Yeah. We'd like to find out. Well, you've got uh, disruption in some of the flow of oil coming out of the Gulf because yeah, of the boy. Red Sea and the so the Red Sea issue with the Houthis over there yeah. and the. Uh, 
uh, Hezbollah and uh, the whole nine yard groups over there firing off at ships and trying to hijack tankers and everything else. So that's why our Twin Ports gas went I don't up. know. It could be part of it. <laughs> they were predicting that uh, gas price, oil prices are going to go up. Yeah. Uh, but watch out now. You said that the state... Minnesota legislature convenes. They convene today at noon, I believe. Now, there's uh, a speculation that they're going to try to do an end run, seeing that they've got it all, yeah. and uh, and raise uh, ga- the tax on gasoline up to 50 to 60 cents a gallon. What? Uh, there's a I big... don't think that would have a chance, just to be... Well, I, I would hope not, yeah. but, but the point is, is I mean, that... They're calling it a backdoor gas hike in Minnesota. Wow. They want to replicate what's going on in California. That <laughs> evil gal, the stealth gas type <laughs> tax. And yeah. uh, it's an extreme proposal. The 2024 session, they're talking about... Uh, uh, see, here's the, the problem is, in California, a fuel standard increased gas and diesel prices by 22 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what what's going on here is California has all kinds of different standards on how you refine the fuel. Ah. The problem is uh, the thing that these the gang down there don't look at, and uh, who has the voice out there? I don't know, but uh, it could be certainly a revenue grab for the state legislature, and they're looking at in the next couple of years probably a deficit in revenue coming into the state legislature. Of course. The governor and the uh, legislature gave out this seventeen billion surplus. They were criticized of that, and they're holding the, uh, they're holding in. They're saying, "Oh, we're, we're glad we did it. The legacy stuff, even though we're going to have a deficit coming mm. down the road, uh, we didn't want to have a rainy day fund here. That's okay, ah, and that's that's how they passed the bills because they had the money. The problem is, for you and I, if we don't drive that much, uh, an increase in gas prices like that uh, is isn't as significant as it is for the trucking industry and the supply chain. Mm -hmm. And the problem is they do something like this. The supply chain, uh, trucking industry is tough enough now. Mm. This morphs into higher prices and everything. And it's it's really a backdoor deal. So hopefully it doesn't happen. Maybe we'll get our legislator on board here later on once the session starts here and see where it's really going. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin apparently learned his lesson. He's back in the hospital, but he notified everybody this time. He did, which and is good. He but said, it's "Sad, he's got an apparent bladder issue that put him in the hospital." But. He's had complications, and one of the yeah. one of the problems with the type of prostate surgery that he had, and then he had a complication with that, and mm-hmm. had to go back in, and now he's back in again. Uh, there's times when there is prostate surgery and a complication that can occur from that yeah. is uh, you can't void. Ah. And uh, because... That would be nasty. Because when they remove your prostate, a part of your urethra is taken and they have to oh. mend that back together again. And there could be potentially a blockage there so you can't urinate. Mm. And uh, that could be the problem. They didn't spell it out, but well, yeah, in my mind, when, when I know... Uh, about this sort yeah. of stuff. I've never had prostate surgery, but I know tons of people mm-hmm. that have, and I know how... I talked to a number of surgeons that have done the procedure, and this mm-hmm. is one of the, the side effects that kind of happens. Uh, so maybe that's it, or yeah. it could be something else. There could be an infection in there or something, but anyway... Well, his duties have been transferred now to the Deputy Defense yeah. Secretary, as it was supposed to happen last time, I guess, but 
Uh, there you go. Well, he looked pretty sore when he went back on duty. Really? When they uh, were, I was watching a couple of uh, news programs, and they had a couple of physicians on. Of course, the networks they have their mm-hmm. their paid physicians right. that come in and talk about it. And they were just saying the the recovery. Uh, he probably went back to work too soon, mm-hmm. and that's that potentially. And right. there could be other complications here too, but. It, it's not a light. It's a type of, type of surgery that you've got to kind of ease back into mm. it. And he looked when I saw him getting up on the podium there when he came back to work there. You could tell that he was sore and and maybe right. maybe he went back too soon. Who do we have on the horn? I'm not sure. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. How you doing, Tom? Tom? What's going on there? Well, I agree with Neil. That's the uh, uh, the problem with having a major prostate operation mm-hmm. <laughs> there's complications from that uh, not always but there can be yeah. um, I wanted to take a trip down uh, memory lane with Neil for a minute here because you jogged my memory last Friday when you mentioned the uh, famous Russian Vladimir Posner and oh yes Vlad Posner sure was, the, yeah. the voice of problem uh, he was well, he, he was also the voice on uh, Radio Free Moscow. That's right, Radio Free Moscow. And yep, yep. back in the 70s, I was a regular listener because I was uh, had a shortwave radio, and that's what you did if you wanted to find out more information about what was going on. Well, the problem with Radio Free Moscow was <laughs> Vladimir Posner admitted this after the fact, that if you can't say something bad about the United States, you don't say anything at all. This is true. And they would glean our, our uh, media, whether it was TV, newspapers, uh, and they would find the bad stories. You know, the crime, the criminal who did some heinous act, uh, how our government was robbing the people. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get, get the impression. But they never said anything good. That was the law. Okay. <laughs> So about a month ago, I'm listening to PBS, uh, Washington Week in Review, and I'm sitting with a young son of mine who's just a young 30-something, and he's commenting to me about how many times they mentioned Trump. So I went back and I rewatched that particular program, and they, they mentioned Trump 24 times. <laughs> they mentioned Biden four times. Wow. And now you... I don't care if it's CBS, NBC, The Atlantic, uh, uh, New York Times, uh, National Public Radio. They do this every day, okay? And those 24 times, they never mentioned anything good about Trump. The four times they mentioned Biden, it was always uh, a softball, Mm. okay? People need to understand how the media currently is being... When it comes to Donald Trump, he is the shining example of what Radio Free Moscow was back in the 70s and 80s. Well, there, you there never are say there, anything good about him. There are there are some uh, there are some parallels, but I will tell you this quick story. So when I was first there in the Soviet Union, Reagan was president, mm-hmm. and I ran into a Russian, and he had a little twinkle in his eye, and we we're talking, and I I said, "Well, do you have freedom to speak out?" He says, Neil, we have Reagan to say anything bad we want about President Reagan. There's no problem whatsoever. Yeah. And he smiled at me, and I said, uh, what about Gorbachev? Wonderful man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've got it right on top Be there, careful. Tom. All right, Tom, 834 now at KDAL. 
Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. The KDAO Morning Show. Thank you. No, thank you. Little Peter Frampton this morning because the uh, nominations are out for the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Peter Frampton was one of the uh, those nominated. Also, Foreigner, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, let's see, other first-time nominees, Cher, Mariah Carey, Lenny Kravitz, Cool in the Gang, Shade and Sinead O'Connor, who passed away last year. They also got Mary J. Blige and the Dave Matthews Band, Eric B. and Rakim, and a tribe called Quest. Quest. Now, I am not uh, familiar with probably half of those I heard, nominations. I heard Quest. I'm it? surprised that... Well, a tribe uh, called Quest, it says. Tribe called Quest. I don't know. I'm surprised that a uh, star like Cher has never been indoctrinated into That's the true. Hall of Fame. Well, and some of those are Ozzy around. Osbourne mm-hmm. and some of the... Some of Ozzy these are actually is in with Black Sabbath. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay, yeah but on right. his own, he is, own, doesn't sure. have a... Interesting, interesting, and the dynamics of all that there. But there uh, are a number, though, that uh, are many believe should have been inducted and uh, still haven't been. Who may that be? That includes uh, Bad Company. Heard of them? How about the band? Are they in there? I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Emerson Lake and Palmer's not in there. Really? The Guess Who? Guess Who? My word. Uh, Jethro Tull. Huh? Aqualung. Aqualung. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember that one. Uh, they're not in the. Uh, Hall of Fame. I never Warren Zevon with, uh, uh, let's see, Iron Maiden, Soundgarden, some of the other ones who were nominated, actually uh, finishing the fan ballot last year, but were not nominated for the Hall this year. So we'll see how it goes. Interesting dynamics. And, you know, yeah. when they do the Oscars out there, you see the, uh, I see some of the movies that I thought should have gotten oh, some yeah. of the stars, and they never seem to get them. <sighs> and uh, now, I, apparently, the movie Barbie has been... Has oh, that's uh, a biggie, yeah. The guy that plays Ken, isn't he nominated or something like that? I think the, uh, the actually, Barbie was not nominated. The actress? I think. I can't yeah. remember one of them. Yeah, and they had a bunch snubbed. of nominations. But yeah. somebody got... Oh, the director, I think, got snubbed. Yeah, director got snubbed, too. Yeah, that one, but... Yeah, you, uh, you know, you can't nominate everybody, I guess. You know, I, I kind of <laughs> quit watching the Oscars when, yeah, when people got up and started making political speeches. Oh, well, yeah. Although the greatest... Fupa was when was when uh, 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 what's his name uh, that played the Godfather Marlon Brando Marlon Brando yeah. got the Oscar and he had l- allegedly a Native American yeah. woman get up and make a big Sashin Littlefeather was and she name. turned out she was a Native American is that right that's what I, that's what I'm told I hadn't heard that but anyway she made a big speech yeah. and, and he didn't come to get it and he thumbed his nose at the Academy right. and well, that sort of thing they but, thumbed his nose right back at him I oh yeah they did they did <laughs> but it was okay, the, the big deal that I, when I watched it was when uh, Will Smith went up and slap oh, the uh, comedian. That was right. exciting. That was that was always uh, yeah, a good deal. That's the neat thing about. It. I guess there's very few live things on TV anymore. This is I true, guess the it? award show is one of them, and then you got the sports stuff. Obviously, I know. I know it's uh, but, uh, although so, the uh, guy went shirtless and ran out on the field at the Super Bowl last night. Did he? Did not make it on the air. They try not to televise this. But kind he was of just stuff. shirtless. Yeah, it wasn't a true streaker, which obviously would be naked altogether. He just had his shirt off and was going a little crazy. You know, people get a little crazy in those But if you're going to pay $10,000 a seat... Oh, you might as well run bare-chested. Why would you run bare-chested out in the field and get booted out of the stadium? I have no idea. And probably in jail now. No, he thinks he's got his claim to fame. (laughs) Who knows? So uh, Strange. Well, let let me... I'll tell you, it is... It it can't get any weirder. Well, you know, I know Tom called in and... 
and talked about. Oh, by the way, uh, I heard Chris Dahlberg advertise on our show for yeah. his law firm. By the way, he's doing ads mm-hmm. on Wheel of Fortune. Really? Wow. Yes. That's and big I, time now. I saw one of his ads uh, the other... That's a pretty well-watched show yet, despite the fact that uh, their host is going to retire at the end of the year. We'll see how that That's affects Ajax, the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's a, a veteran. He was yeah. in during Vietnam. Right. But his daughter... Speculation is his daughter may take over the helm there, but his uh, daughter's on the show. Oh, I she, think they've already chosen who it's going to be. Really? It's, uh, Who's that going to be? Oh, I forget his name. Well, now. his daughter's on there, but Vanna... Yeah. Is maybe his daughter will end up doing what Vanna does when she <laughs> retires. Vanna's back, as far as I know. So. She's there for yeah. the for the time being. But well, anyways, I can't remember his name. One of those crazy shows. Right. But uh, I, I I remember. <laughs> so when we used to go out and knock on doors, and I never watched The Wheel of Fortune. My mom used to watch it, but uh, we'd go and knock on doors, and we go to some of the senior high rises when they before things changed here when I was running for the city council. We go in sometime after Ryan's, the dinner hour. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is going to do it. Oh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'd go ahead and knock on doors and campaigning for city council or whatever. And we'd walk in at about 6.30, quarter to 7. And throughout the whole senior high rises, you hear it echoing. Wheel of <laughs> fortune. And all these people kind of had their doors cracked at TVs were turned up loud because a lot <laughs> right. of the seniors are oh, well, hard certainly. of hearing. Yeah, and uh, we just kind of dropped the literature at their door. We wouldn't disturb them. <laughs> and now here I am hooked with our crew watching wheels. There you go. Days. See, it happens to all of us. I've gone down the rabbit hole. Yeah, day. once we get older, there we just <laughs> automatically gravitate to Wheel of Fortune. I have a I have a <laughs> a, a buddy of mine that uh, does the uh, one that um, uh, not Wheel of Fortune but the uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, and. He was so good at solving that stuff. I said, "You've got to apply to get on there." Yeah, right. And uh, but he never did. Yeah, it's a it's a whole different ball game to actually be on that show and sit back in your easy chair and rattle off the answers at home. So now, when the pressure uh, is really on, now here is a question for you, and maybe somebody in the audience, uh, our our listenership <laughs> has has the answer for this. Yeah. So on Wheel of Fortune, they'll ask. They say, uh, "All right." Choose a consonant or choose a vowel for this. Yeah. Now, do they have a little rack of all the letters that are consonants and vowels? <laughs> I don't know. So, so they know? Yeah. They must, because well, all those people, people seem know, like yeah. they're English majors. <laughs> well, I remember now when I was well, in... Uh, A-E-I-O and U and sometimes yeah, something or other. Yeah, whatever the case is. Right. Let's remember, go to the phones. <laughs> my teacher used to ask, smack me in the back of the head when I was in 11th grade taking English and all that stuff. Yeah, so. all right. Hi, who's this? Good morning, this is Dan. Okay, Dan, what's up? Well, I went to see the movie Beekeeper last night. And really? Was it, it good? It's clear that this movie is about our dear friend Hunter and probably Jill Biden becomes president and the corruption and the negative things really? that they're, they're doing to the people, ripping people off, uh, bring, you know, even uh, filtering money to uh, different countries and then putting it back in their pocket. The whole ripoff thing, and uh, it's a wonderful movie. So go see the Beekeeper, mm-hmm. and all you people that are very upset about what's going on in our government, they'll you you'll probably see what I saw. Maybe I'm subjective, Neil, <laughs> but uh, oh, it, it, he was he was snorting cocaine in the White House, oh, geez. and the whole 
whole thing, you know. So I'm told that's happened before in other presidencies. I would imagine. Well, you always do that, Neil. Whenever I say anything negative about no, 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 Biden, no. Say, oh, it's happened before. <laughs> Dan. It happened before. Dan, you're, you got it. Yeah. You got it. I, I, I <laughs> think you. they, I think they yeah. just smoked some weed in one of the past. Oh, ones, is that but, it? Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, right. no, Dan, thanks a lot. Well, yeah, the, I hear so. the beekeeper is, uh, it appears to be a pretty good show. And the guy that's the lead in it is uh, the new, kind of the new, uh, almost like James Bond heavy. He, oh, he really? ends up playing a lot of these movies. I can't think of his name, but uh, I've seen him in a lot now. And I'm trying to look at what, who was the biggest at the Bosch's office this weekend. Argyle was number one again. Argyle. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. The beekeeper. There's uh, I another. Don't see the beekeeper on the top five. You know when Dan was uh, mentioned in the show and and the potential intrigue here, mm-hmm. and potential corruption. There's a movie coming out that hasn't been released yet. It's called Civil War, and it's supposedly about the divisions in this country and actually 25 states secede from the union, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the civil war occurs and whoever is the president uses military force to try to bring the uh, states back in line. So that's a movie. Oh, this is not the uh, history of the Civil War. It's no, what this could is happen. today. Oh, okay, uh, it's gotcha. called Civil War and nothing to do ah, with uh, the actual uh, 150 <laughs> years ago. This would be, All right. It's another wow. movie called that. and uh, be different. It hasn't been released yet. And, right. uh, Look forward pe- to that People one. are kind of critical of it because <laughs> they're trying to take some para- uh, allegedly oh, some parallels sure, yeah. and that sort of thing. So, yeah, we'll take an eye at the beekeeper there, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, stocks. Uh, what are they doing this morning? Do you figure? Well, let's see. I'm looking. It was up. really a good a good week last week, right? Yeah, though we hit some highs. Yeah, there, I so. thought so. Maybe record highs and some. Uh, maybe fun. maybe we'll be a little bit off today. Uh, actually, unchanged. It said unchanged. Well, little change. We'll that's put neutral. it that way. Investors apparently bracing for more earnings ahead of key reports on inflation. Other economic data will start tomorrow. All three major indices are coming off their fifth straight week of gains. Holy cow, with the S&P 500 closing above 5,000 for the first time last week. At the opening bell, the Dow, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, all little change this morning. All right, well, well, there we'll you see what goes on. So It's coming up on 847. We shall return. Well, if uh, Maggie May is not up yet, it's time to wake up Maggie May. Maggie, I think i got something to say. Rod Stewart this morning. It's late September and I really should be back at school. Well, here's something else to criticize President Biden about. He is now on TikTok. What's he doing on there? His first post on TikTok. I thought that was him at home watching the Super Bowl along with uh, the caption, LOL, hey guys. Many Republican lawmakers taking aim at TikTok, of course, and its parent company over connections with the Chinese government. I heard but, that they're a commie uh, pinko uh, <laughs> People's Republic Army website. But, Nikki uh, Haley, for instance, has called uh, for TikTok to be banned by the U.S. government altogether. Well, they were supposed to uh, ban it uh, from military personnel and other sensitive using TikTok. And also you've got the president on it. That's That's always interesting. He must have forgot that. uh, I don't know. Maybe he's confusing. Well, the account is run by Team Biden-Harris under the account Biden HQ and campaign officials. On the campaign group. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's a personal thing for the president. Well, then he's not doing it himself. It's uh, his handlers that are doing it for the campaign. (laughs) Well, his handlers may be running the 
government. Well, as far as well, we that's know. that's <laughs> now, isn't it? it well, one side bet here. Yeah. Uh, Dan called in and talked about the movie The Beekeeper. Yeah, Jason uh, Statham is the uh, main oh, okay. main gotcha. character, yeah. and he's uh, quite a face out there in in all these movies. Uh, Josh Hutchinson and Amber Sienna are also stars in it. Ooh, all right, and uh, I'm gonna. Check it out, but mm-hmm. but what's interesting is he brings on the fact that in the movie, yeah. Well, they, this is a this is not a biographical. Movie. No, it's not. It's, but yeah, so. so Joe Biden's son Hunter has uh, had all kinds of problems. Yes, uh, a drug addiction problem, mm-hmm. cocaine, frolicking with with uh, women of the night, and mm-hmm. this and that, and on and on and on. But. Did we ever get to the bottom of the cocaine that they discovered in the White House? Remember that story? We never did hear the final story on that one. (laughs) And so, you know, I don't know. But you just never know on any of this stuff. Well, true. It's it's kind of... uh, Conjecture. Yeah, bizarre in in many respects. But So that that whole story has its own legs out there. But now, I saw that the uh, IRS is going to be auditing. They're trying to clean up some stuff and Mm. go after some people that, that, uh, I guess, the home office folks that have home offices since the Ah. pandemic. More and more home offices have sprung up, and supposedly they're going to be looking at that a little bit more. Mm. So uh, that was on, on a national news report there. But one of the interesting things is the fraud that's out there that we see constantly, and I, different uh, arms yeah. of the government investigate fraud. I, I think the IRS does too, but certainly the FBI does and others. Well, now there's another Medicare scam going on. My goodness. And this happens to do with uh, uh, catheters, uh, people that need to catheterize themselves because they can't void right and uh, we've seen tv commercials on i see advertisements and that sort of thing and you think that little or no cost to you little or no cost to you yeah and you (laughs) if you're on medicare how many people are really you know so the so this is an article that i clipped out of the this comes out of the new york times Uh, medicare catheter bills may be a scam so apparently Mm. what's happened here is uh people uh you're on Medicare. Yeah. You get your bill from Medicare and whoever your other provider is, mm-hmm. and it dictates what medications or procedures you've had. Okay. And this woman goes, uh, she says, uh, she was checking her Medicare statement in January, and she mm-hmm. noticed something strange. <laughs> it said a company she had never heard of before had been paid $12,000 for sending her 2,000 urinary catheters. Holy cow. Which she never needed and yeah. never required and never received. Never okay? got them. Huh? Gee whiz. So, uh, she's a retired nurse that lives in the suburb of Chicago. Ah, no wonder she checked. And she noticed that the company selling the plastic tubes was called Pretty in Pink Boutique <laughs> and based in Texas. Ah. So now, they've done some investigation on this. And they see that more than 450,000 Medicare beneficiaries whose accounts were billed for urinary catheters in 2023. That's up from 50,000 people in the previous years. Wow. Red flags, Dave. Well, Red I would flags, think, yeah. Okay? Unless a whole lot of folks got a lot so of problems now, all of a sudden. Uh, so now the report's being produced by the National mm-hmm. Association of Accountable Care Organization, advocacy group that represents people. Uh, they use federal database of Medicare claims, 
The massive uptick in billing for catheters included $2 billion charged by seven high-volume suppliers. Uh. And it goes on and on and on in here. They're investigating the, this particular company in question, uh, never returned calls. <laughs> this particular company billed Medicare at least $267 million for catheters between October 2022 and 2023. Could not be reached by phone. And obviously, there's a huge well, fraud going hopefully on. Hopefully, they crack down on these yachts. Under, the no, uh, under the nose there. And at least they got the uh, information now, so that's good. But so you, and right. then you've got the feeding frenzy down in the mm. Twin Cities. Yeah, that's and, still uh, going on. Now. On that one. Well, they're just finding more people. They haven't well, well, they're finding more and more people, yeah. but the um, the woman that was initially charged, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, she was the one that uh, her name is uh, uh, Bach. She's uh, what the she was the uh, person in in charge of it. Uh, Amy Bach. Uh, she was the leader of Feeding Our Future, mm-hmm. and she's alleging that the Minnesota Department of Education purposely misspelled words, mislabeled, and deleted uh, documents to prevent computer searches from revealing them in a lawsuit. Oh, sneaky. So she's going back after the Minnesota uh, Department of Education, claiming they're ripe with corruption, mm-hmm. and on and on and on. So this case is going to have more legs than we ever believed in. That's the $250 million feeding scam that was perpetuated uh, during and after the pandemic where they're supposed to be feeding these tens of thousands of kids different groups. Wow. So far, 70 people have been indicted. uh, About uh, almost two dozen have been convicted. Assets have been seized, and it goes on and on and on. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll check weather up next. All right, we got a cloudy sky. It'll stay mostly cloudy today. Look for highs in the low 30s, pretty similar to yesterday when we had a high of 32. Uh, northwest winds will gust up to 20 miles an hour today. Mostly cloudy tonight as we drop off to about 19. Tomorrow, partly sunny in the morning, then mostly cloudy around 30. These are all above normal temperatures. On Wednesday, mostly cloudy, chance of flurries in the morning, otherwise partly sunny in the afternoon. Mid-30s on Valentine's Day, again, mm-hmm. above normal. Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs in the low 20s. Well, we were which spoiled. is about normal for this time of year. We were spoiled last week there, <laughs> yeah. Dave, and now no now it comes back to normal. And I'm standing out there in the wind yesterday, <laughs> oh, yeah. throwing the thing for the dog, freezing my batutski off. Well, yesterday was still above normal. But, it was, but the yeah. wind was coming off. I know. And, and yeah. it uh, still. But anyway, yeah. at least we had some sunshine yesterday. Today it doesn't yeah. appear that that yeah. orb orb is going to appear in the sky it's again. It's going to stay mostly cloudy, I think. Well, Neil, we got to say goodbye until Wednesday to you. Bye, voyage. I'll be we'll back next you. hour. We just keep this thing going. Well, you take care, and we'll yeah, see you Wednesday. I'm glad you survived the Super Bowl. You didn't lose any money that I know of, so you're in good shape. Didn't right? bet a nickel on Neither it. Neither did so. I. That's the way it should be, I guess. <laughs> right. This is the Beatles version of a Chuck Berry song called Roll Over Beethoven. Taking us up to news time there next. You go.